Hello and welcome to episode 212 of the Codex Prime podcast for Tuesday, Janu- Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. I am your host, Victor Amoyo. I wish it was January. And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. Kobe died in January. I mean, January 1st, basically, okay? We can go back to January 1st. That was, that was my 36th birthday, all right? That's that's before, you know, the hellscape that we're living in, you know. But 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 anyway. Um, it's in Jumanji, sir. We are in Jumanji. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. You know, 2020 is the one year that feels like a whole decade stuffed into one year, and we're only halfway through. Yeah, it's yeah. been a pretty abrasive year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but but we but we still we persevere. You know, still we rise. Uh, and uh, joining us in the studio via Zoom, um, returning to the show after a long absence, we have Afton Ward. <laughs> Yes. Hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my fault, though. I will always invite myself to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good, man. <laughs> Regardless, we're just so happy to have you back on. Like, it's, and what better subject to talk than Insecure Season 4? Oh, yeah. It's been a long time coming. Yes, you know, even though we're about a, you know, month and a half late to the party, LOL, you know, at least, you know, at least we had uh, a month and a half to marinate on everything that we've seen in that show. And, uh, and, you know, Carl and I, you know, we, we could, we could have talked about it, but we were like, nah, you know what, we need the vital element uh, to talk about a show like Insecure. So we needed to bring back Afton uh, to the proceedings. Uh a vital element. He spit that game out. He spit that game, Vic. <laughs> hey, you, you know. He's undigging himself out of the grave he put himself, he put himself in. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, like there's there there there's a lot uh, to to be said. You know, um, you know, it, it, it's it's funny. You know, when when you have a podcast, and when certain individuals say that, well, you shouldn't invite certain inv- individuals or certain uh, gender, well, women to the podcast because it means that well, you're not taking our relationship seriously. Well, you know what? That's that's going down a whole rabbit hole. But let's just say. Yes, that, the hell it is. But let's just say that the shade, the shade, is real. I know you're not watching this podcast, the person I'm talking to, person I'm making allusions to, but you know, you know I'm talk, you know I'm referring to you. Can somebody please pass the salt? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I was salty. <laughs> I, I, I just I just had to get that out there because you know I was holding it in uh, for a while. But you know we do have uh, plenty of other things to talk about, like Insecure season four. Um, oh yeah. Yep, uh, we got some things to talk about, like you know, the stuff we've been up to. Uh, you know, you know, as of late. And you know, just you know, just just shooting the breeze, man. You know, as as we do on the Codex Prime podcast, all that nerd culture goodness and magic. <laughs> and some insecure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I got I got plenty to talk about uh, about insecure scenes before. So many thoughts. Uh, I bet you want to talk about your favorite character, Molly. <laughs> oh my God. You, you know what? You know what? I'm I'm, I'm holding it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Hold it, it in. Hold it. I'm, 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 
gonna save it for later because I, I have words. I have words about our favorite, um, our favorite uh, worst enemy. Um, yes, frenemy. Yes, yes, indeed. Ugh. I mean, goodness, clean your waist front. But anyway, um, <laughs> we do have uh, Brian Lopes in the chat of the UWO podcast. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for joining us in the chat. Uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, what, what y'all been up to? Carl, uh, talk to us. Uh, or Afton, what, what y'all been up to? How's yeah, let our, guests go, let our guests go first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, nothing's been going on with me. I have not taken a break. Literally have not taken a break, haven't gone on a vacation, haven't seen the ocean mm. all year. Mm. <laughs> and I'm very depressed, and it's not cool. <laughs> yeah. But I've been working consistently, unlike some people we know. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. And, um... <laughs> I am essential. I work every day. Not you! Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Two-hour yoga breaks. Okay. Two-hour yoga breaks. Two-hour yoga breaks. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that was some heavy stuff oh, going on there. Yeah. But not much has been going on with me. Um, I did start my own page, The Cider Hunter, on Instagram. I will be coming out with merchandise at some point, very soon. But uh, other than that, I've just been surviving this COVID experiment that we're in. Um, Jumanji for sure. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've been, I'm alive. <laughs> that's right. Man, that's that's what's up. You know, you know, we're glad that you're still here, be keeping safe, and uh, yeah, man, we just we just gotta we just gotta persevere at the best way we can. You know. Yeah. It's... Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, I do have something to show Carl. Uh oh. <laughs> what? What? Wait. Um, what is uh, it missing, Carl? What is missing from this lava? <laughs> Carl. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah, man. Gosh, man. Imagine got me that for Christmas. We call it Turk. His name is Turk. Oh, he's not Carl. <laughs> no, no. We have more than enough Carl for everybody. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. My girl's daughter has my name saved on her phone as Carl who kills people. Yeah. Coral. Walking Carl that eats faces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Carl Lucas, Luke Cage. <laughs> no, not that Carl. Oh, yeah. He's not that cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm cool enough. Your name, your yeah, name Carl, Carl has natural cool points. He's, he's a cool person. Yeah, yeah, in, indeed, indeed. Uh, we've got a, oh, we've got So, a, Carl, what have you been up to? Work. Work, And work, not work. DJing that damn thing. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I, I hear that, but, you know, uh, you got you to make that bread somehow. Yeah, but the extra bread helps a lot. Mm. I, f I feel you, man. It was my girl's birthday. I can use that. I can use that, you know, pick me up mm. two weeks ago. Nah, but, it was a, but it was a fun time to be had by all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. Sweaty, but good. Yeah, yeah, it was hot. It was just hot. He was trying to electrocute me. Yeah, it was hot. 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 Yeah, it was hot.
rescued us as we're all sweaty. Natural conductors, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put your game away, sir. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Shout out to Brian. All right. Um, and uh, oh, we have uh, Kimberly Harris in the chat. Hey, Kim. All right. Friend of the families. All right, that's what's up. Welcome. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you, man. I've been I've been working, working like working hard nonstop. You know, on these weekdays, just even 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 when even when I'm off the clock, I'm still on the clock. When I come back home, just wrapping up different stuff, and I'm like, but by, by the time by the time I know it, it's like, oh shit, time for bed. And it's like <laughs> and you gotta do it all. You gotta do it all over again. But it but it but it's been. It's it's been cool though, you know, because it's been it's been a long time since I've had, you know, steady, you know, an actual steady, you know, employment, because uh, I've been I've been going hard into paint, you know, in in, uh, in grad school, you know, get my second masters, you know. Uh, Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I got three degrees to my name, uh, which is cool. Uh, but you know, lots of toilet paper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 listen. That's what mine's is gonna turn. <laughs> Luckily, my man. Brain <laughs> You know that that toilet paper down syndrome people were having. You know, I'm down to it. <laughs> Associates. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, hey, you, 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 you know, I mean, you know, we we, we we do what we can. You know, we uh, you know, we, we all work hard. You know, we we just you know, you know, put in the hours. You know, do the work, and you know, work hard, play hard. Or work hard, play harder, as I as I say. Um, but yeah, you know, just uh, just been you know working and uh, fitting time in for some for some PS4, some game action. Um, oh Did you get, get Ghost of Tsushima yet? Not yet. Uh, I will eventually. Um, but I but I've been playing. Um, I finished a uh, Control uh, for the PS4. Really good game. Um, I really? highly. Yep, really recommend that, especially if you're a fan of like paranormal science fiction, um, uh, supernatural uh, themes. Um, it's a great game. Uh, it's uh, I've been playing it like for hours nonstop. I'm, I'm right in the middle of the DLC, the foundation. Um, it, it's a great game. It's about it's about this uh, this woman named Jessie Faden who enters this uh, this this mysterious bureaucratic office building in New York, uh, run by the federal, it's, it's called the oldest house. And it's run by this uh, mysterious government agency called the Federal Bureau of Control. And uh, what they do is like, they collect all of these like objects of power and like altered items. And it's like anything that has like a paranormal, like uh, paranormal or, or superstitious energy around it, then like it, it, it like leads people into like alternate realities or like transforms people dramatically and like she's in she's she's in she enters the oldest house looking for her brother and so in the in the game she develops powers of her own she develops like telekinesis where she can like shoot enemies and like throw objects with her mind um she can levitate in the air um also like she can like destroy like pretty much like the environments around her so she can like summon like a piece of wall and just like throw it in a person's face and it's awesome um, it's it's a really great game. Um, it's action packed. It's got it's got great physics. Uh, you know, like the, the destructibility of all the environments in it. Um, all the lore, pieces of lore that you find, like the documents, like redacted documents of like you know certain paranormal happenings or like objects of power and all this that that have been collected throughout the years from um, the Federal Bureau of Control is pretty interesting. It kind of fleshes out the world a little bit more. Um, 
Definitely a dope game. Um, I really recommend it. It is go it is on sale. Uh, the PlayStation Network has a sale going on with several really several uh, great uh, discounts. Um, I bought a, I bought a couple of games so far. So um, after I get done Control completely, I'll get into some other ones that I just purchased. Um, but yeah, Control is one that I absolutely recommend if you got a, if you have a PS4 or Xbox One or 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 if you're a PC gamer. Um, uh, I don't have any of those. No, well, okay. Well, you can you can you can watch some like uh, gameplay footage on YouTube. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, been been playing, been doing that. Um, I've uh, been reading some books. Uh, as of late, I've... I know you've been filling my timeline on Instagram with all kinds of stuff, and I'm like, what is all of this? And I'm like, okay, I want to read that one, and I want to read that one. Yep. Oh, yep. Got got books. Gotta go. do the film thing. See yeah. what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. Always do the film thing. You know, um, I've, uh, <laughs> you know, I've uh, gotten to some films and some books. Uh, with on the film front, on the Criterion Channel, they have a series of like, uh, you know, uh, black independent films that haven't received any like wide release like for decades, and you can actually see them on the Criterion Channel. I saw this really interesting one uh, from 1982. It's called Cane River. And that was a really interesting uh, independent feature, um, and it's about this uh, this guy, this man who travels all the way back to Louisiana. He's like a former NFL player, and uh, he decides to like not pursue the NFLs to pursue writing a, a career in writing poetry. And so he goes back to Louisiana, and he, and he meets this this young woman who um, uh, who's kind of who kind of who's attracted to him, but then her family you know objects to him you know being you know you know, high yellow and, you know, it's like, it goes into like colorism and like the whole, uh, kind of like the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. colorism. Is that shit funny? Yeah. Yeah. Like, funny? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Colorism is like a major theme in that film, Cane River, but it's a really good film. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, but I'm so glad, so glad that the Criterion channel, um, has that on there. Um, I also watched, uh, on there, uh, Maya Angelou's one and only directorial uh, uh, feature, Down in the, in the Delta, starring Alfred That's a Woodard. good movie. That was. That was a good movie. I'm like, I, I watched that like years ago in school. Yeah. I can't, I don't remember if it was middle school or high school, but I actually really enjoyed that one. Yeah. That, I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. It's a very good film. It stars Alfred Woodard. Um, uh, she plays like this complete mess of a mother. She's like a drug addict. She's uh, she's drunk all the time. Um, uh, she has a special needs toddler, and she and her and her son, her teenage son is kind of like, you know, almost like almost flirting with the wrong side of the tracks. Like almost like you know, finding himself in, in being mired into gang violence. And so like uh, and so Alfred Woodard's mother, their grand their grandmother, uh, they send them all the way down to the south. Um, I think it was in, I think they sent him to like Georgia, I think. Um, and, uh, and, you know, she's, and, you know, she has to, you know, find herself, you know, get her life together, you know, for the sake of herself and her kids. And, uh, it's a really good film and Wesley Snipes is in it. He produced the film as well. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a very good film. I, I had no idea Maya Angelou directed it. I really enjoyed it. I had, me neither. Yeah. So... So yeah, that's definitely uh, worth watching um, if you have the Criterion Channel down in, in the Delta. Uh, so yeah, uh, two black films I recommend. Um, and I and for a book, uh, I highly recommend uh, reading uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Um, we we were eight years in power. Um, oh wait, well I need to write this down. Yep. He put it on I, his Instagram. 
Uh, well, it's not on my Instagram yet, uh, that book, that particular book, but I will put it on there soon. Uh, we What's were, it called? Uh, we Were Eight Years in Power. And it's a series of essays that uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates wrote for one year, one, one essay for every year of uh, President Obama's uh, time in office. So hey. eight different essays. And he's like, and, it, and, it's, and his writing style is just absolutely incredible. Um, like he has such a mastery of the craft and his analysis of, you know, race, race relations, the black experience in America and, and racism, um, like his essays on, you know, on, on politics, you know, uh, President Obama, Michelle Obama, um, his, 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 his signature essay, uh, the case for reparations, that's an incredible read. Um, so if, if any, if, if anybody, you know, wants you know, is curious about you know the argument for reparations, why there why sh why there should be reparations in America, then read read his essay on the subject, and you'll come away convinced like wow, that is a compelling uh, case. Um, read anything by Tony Easy because I don't mean to cut you off, Vic, but you know I speak highly of him. Like you put me onto Between the World and Me, mm -hmm. and then. I've been like on his, I've been like reading his stuff, like even his Marvel run stuff, his Black Panther runs and his current Captain America run, which is kind of on hold right now through COVID, but mm. I'm a fan of Tony Easy Coates. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I actually had a chance to reread, uh, revisit his, uh, his book Between the World and Me. Um, when I first read it, um, I had some strong feelings about it. I wasn't really, um, I wasn't really feeling it. Um, like, cause I, I felt, I felt like the, the tone was like too, too pessimistic, you know, too, too dour. Yep. That, yep. You have that book. Um, and, but I, but I had a chance to reread it recently and I, and I read it in it from a, from a different perspective and I actually really appreciated way more than I did the first time. Uh, Between the World and Me, it's a book, it's like a, it's like a book length essay that it's like a, it's like a letter that Ta-Nehisi Coates writes to his son. Talking, yeah. talking about like the main theme of it is like you know as a as a black man you know as a black person all you have really is the struggle, and um, without the struggle um, um, you don't have that if you don't have that perspective, then you know you're not going to make it far or you'll be easily exploited uh, more so than you already are, uh, in America especially, um, and it, it's a it's a deep read and you know rereading it you know I had a had a chance to really appreciate where he was coming from. Like the first time I read it, like I was, I think, I think part, part, partially too, and this is why I rail against hype is like when I first read the book, part of that, part of my um, antipathy uh, when I first read it was like all the hype and hyperbole that was behind Between the World. I was like, oh, Between the World and Me, oh my God, he's the second coming of James Baldwin. High praise. James Baldwin <laughs> was in a class of his own. And, and Ta-Nehisi Coates, like, Ta-Nehisi Coates is Ta-Nehisi Coates. He's not James Baldwin, all right? Uh, yeah, I agree with so, that. So when people, when people were coming up, when critics and, like, fans were talking about, oh, my God, this book, this book did my taxes. This book, this book, this book massaged me and cooked me breakfast. Oh, my God, this book told me, this book made me feel good. Like, and I read it. It, it, it was just like when Carl over, oversold absolute carnage to me. And when I tried, which is a great read. And when I read, and when I read when I read the first issue, I'm like, that's it. I mean, it's not bad, but that's it. That's how I felt with Between the World and Me. So, but when but when I removed all the hype and hyperbole and re, and, and reread it, I'm like, okay, now I get where he's come from. I I definitely appreciate it. I he's speaking my language. Okay. 
So yeah, that's why I say F hype, um, because hype does nothing. It does nothing but serve the corporations and the, and the you know you the creators that want that all they want is your money. Oh, oh my God, hype, 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 Victor! You, you, you need to read Absolute Carnage. Hype, 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 Victor! You, oh my God, Game of Thrones! Oh my God, watch the boys! Oh, 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 oh my God, play this game! Watch that movie! Follow this show, bruh. Take 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 it back a notch. Hyperbole does not serve anybody. It does not serve you. It does not serve your wallet. All it serves are those companies who all they care about is your all they care about is your money. All right? They don't care about they don't care so much about quality. All it's like all they care about all they care about is brand recognition so they can get their money in your front pocket. That's why Marvel, that's why Marvel and Disney, they're just a bunch of they're 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 masters. I'm to the light, like light bit. Darkly. Darkly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but but that that was my soapbox rant for this uh, episode. Right, well, right. okay. Many well, can I just say that I have been listening to this audiobook collection by Alaron Kong, and he is a black author who is the father of lit RPG, I guess uh, literature, real player games. So when you're reading the book, it's as, it's as if you're actually in a video game. Okay. So you might want to check it out. You know I don't do video games, but I would highly recommend it. He has eight books in his series, and I've read all eight of them. Wow. So his name's Alaron Kong, and the names of the book is The Land, and the first one is Founding. I I sent it to I sent the book to my brother, and he is hooked after like ten pages. Okay. All right. It's you would definitely like it. The main character's name is Richter, and he goes through some stuff in this book dealing with goblins and uh, uh, all type of different minds and different um, types of characters and chaos seeds and different levels of power. And at this point, he's a chaos lord. So I'm, yeah, okay. yeah. And he he knows how to. He's an enchanter and he does stuff with magic. And it's it is a dope series. I think you guys would love. Okay. Every single person I put onto it, they're like, "Yo, I gotta read." This. <clears throat> so definitely, you know, look on your Amazon. A lot of his books are audio, mm-hmm. so you can just listen to them while you're doing whatever, and they're bomb, 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 bomb. Okay. All right. That's what's yeah. up. I'll I'll definitely give it a look. See. Thanks for the recommendation. Oh, and I. Dude, I actually posted this on my Facebook. Uh, sci-fi, the Sci-Fi Network put out a documentary on Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like there was just certain things like I didn't even know, like reasons why like he left Marvel because they Marvel wanted at the t- at that time Marvel wanted him to like stick with this just one formula, especially like when they were doing like. It, doing uh spider-man stuff is like his webs look flat and everything that late 80s early 90s run is you know they just wanted him to stick to this formula and the name of the documentary is called like hell i won't because that's basically what he said throughout his whole entire career so they actually decided to say all right we're gonna give you a spider-man run and you know how Tom mcfarlane is is you know the way he pays attention to detail hence why he's one of my he actually is my favorite comic artist. Mm. And his Spider-Man run just sold sold millions of books. And the editors of Marvel at the time still weren't happy 
which caused him to leave Marvel and team up with, you know, guys like Jim Lee, Will Spataccio, uh, Rob Lightfield, and everybody else. And then that's and to create image. So it, chroni- you know, it chronicles uh, his life and also the events leading up to the history-making Spawn 300, which makes now Spawn the high, the longest-running independent comic book ever. So uh, it's actually on. You can find it on the Sci-Fi Network uh, website. It's on my Facebook. I can um, post it on the uh, Codex uh, Facebook as well. But I highly recommend you you uh, check that out. Right. Well, you know I love me some Spawn, fourteen foot mural that you missed. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> but I got the movie poster in the back. <laughs> yeah, but the movie poster, but the movie's trash though. It was good for. It was the first of its kind. You gotta give it credit for being that first footstep out there, man. You gotta start somewhere. You nah. can't always be so critical. Nah, I, I, I give that honor to Blade. Uh, Blade was Blade actually made it work. Um, Spawn at the time. Oh my goodness, such a hater reference. No, <laughs> no, bl- no. Blade, Blade was the one that uh, turned people that opened people's eyes. Spawn, when you watch it, like even back then, I'm like. Oh. oh, trust me. If the movie doesn't age well, it, it doesn't no, age not at all. all. It no. was cool for its time, but it wasn't. It wasn't the movie that Todd wanted to put out. Right. Yeah, I mean. But with this one coming up, I think um, he actually casted Jamie Foxx, yep. but then I think Jamie uh, dropped out of it. Mm-hmm. But he's actually going to be directing it. He's in the he's in the driver's seat, and it's. Like it, it's in it's uh in the works. I don't know if they started produ- uh, production yet, but it's in the, it's definitely in the works. So mm-hmm. as a Spawn fan, I'm looking forward to that. Hey, you yes, know. Hey, I'm you excited know. for that. Yeah, yeah. I miss going to the movies though. Like we used to all go to the movies. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Last time we all went to the movies, something started. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm not talking about that. We were going to the movies way before that situation. That right. entanglement. I used the word. <laughs> the, the, the what? What was that word? I said before you got into that entanglement. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Will and Jada. I, I mean, it wasn't... I mean, if you... if you pa- I mean, speaking of which, like, speaking of entanglements, if you pause that video, you can pinpoint the exact moment that Will Smith's heart just broke in pieces. I mean, but yeah. anyway. And it became yeah, when she said entanglement. Yeah. Entanglement. I yeah, mean, he was like, oh, relationship? Yeah. Like, really? I mean, well, I mean, I mean, one of, the, one of the key lessons, don't have an open marriage. I mean, a marriage is a marriage. But anyway. I don't think he had a choice with that. Like, they, you know something? When it comes to celebrities, I feel like it's even tougher for them. I mean, I mean, you know, you're not with your significant other all the time. Right. You know, even though space is good, but like, I never would have known that there was anything wrong with their marriage because I don't follow them like that. But yeah. I never would have known. I never would have known. You know, everybody yeah, was very was... hopeful for the ideal, their idea of their relationship. Mm. Yeah, it was the like ideal couple. Everybody to say, I want to be like. Will and Jada, you know. Yeah. Now it and, and 
Now it's Martin and Gina. And even they had theirs. They, you even they had <laughs> So you know you what? Can't, you can't even claim Beyonce and Jay-Z because you know that was a lot of money going down in the elevator. So we know that wasn't cute. Cedric and Levita. <laughs> really? Daddy, look, don't, don't, really? Listen. How they, about we go even deeper and say Issa and Lawrence? You no, know. It, oh, no, no, no. There's some, <laughs> there's some entanglements in that one. The, the whole but relationship a, was an entanglement. You know what? <laughs> that is a great segue. That is a great segue. That... Yes, that is a great segue into our main topic, which is Insecure Season 4. Um, we have so much went down in, 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 that sh- in that season and how the show ended. Um, oh, man, we've got, we've got so much to discuss. I, I, I had so much to say. Uh, uh, I, but you know, like, but you know what? You know what? You know, it, we just we just never found the right time to get into the, get into it. But right. But but now you know now that we had a month and a half to kind of chew the fat about it, uh, we gotta talk yeah. about it. Um, also, real quick, going back to the comments, real quick, uh, we got Gary Threat in the chat. Uh, what's Husky. up, man? Yeah, uh, John Le- John Leguizamo as clown and Spawn was mad annoying. Uh, but yeah, yeah. As he was very 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 <laughs> obnoxious. I hated I hated that character. Yeah, that's the character. That's the character. Yeah, I know. Just like people hate the Joker because he's a Joker. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Right. I didn't like him. But I liked him in the past. John Lake was on in the past was amazing. If he if he annoyed you, then he did his job. And fun fact, the part in that movie when there was maggots on the pizza mm-hmm. and he ate it. Yep. Real maggots really ate it. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, when some, some of his actors go. Tough times. Yeah, some of these actors go deep in the character. See, that was way before COVID. You know he would have been sanitizing that pizza. Uh, I'm not putting this in my mouth. I don't know where those maggots have been. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all would have went down. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, man, insecure season four. So much went down. Um, now that, since you mentioned, since y'all mentioned Issa and Lawrence, um, hmm. What, 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 what are you what are y'all's thoughts about how it went down? Because all right, so we so they've been long broken up for a while. Um, I remember, uh, I think it was the season two finale uh, where where um, where they officially ended their relationship. And I first I first I thought I, f- I thought at first that okay Lawrence is being written out of the show. I, th- I thought okay a bold right. a, like a bold avenue because like his story's been told. So where else can you take his character? And so when they when they brought him back. I'm like, okay, I'm a little skeptical. I mean, it's it's like I felt like like they were shoehorning in him in for fan service, but but then at the same time, I'm like, you know, Issa Rae, Issa Rae and Natasha Rothwell, they're they're a great team uh, of writers. They know what they're doing. They're bringing him back for a reason. Um, I, I I will say like at first I thought that uh, you know Issa and Condola, their their friendship their friendship was pretty cool. Also the awkwardness, also the awkwardness between. Uh, between Issa Condola and the fact that Condola was dating Lawrence, uh, Issa's ex, and the fact that you know, you know, they were trying to act so cool about it, you know, like like adults, uh, but then like things just beca- things just instantly be- unraveled inevitably. Um, um, with 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 the character of Lawrence, this is my issue with him though. I've all, one one of the thing one of the, one of the problems I've always had with Lawrence is that he's he's so damned wishy-washy like he's never he's he's 
it, it takes work to make him be forthcoming about his feelings. Like every time, like when you can tell something is bothering him, he's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, 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 I'm cool. Yeah, everything's cool. Yeah, yeah, like cool hand, cool hand, Luke." It's like, it's like, oh my god, man, you are a walking idiot plot. If you can just express how you feel in the moment, honestly then you could avoid a lot of bullshit. But no, he can't do Carl, that. Bring it, Carl, bring it. There's that stigma. That's what it is. That show, it showcased that stigma where if a black man shows his feelings, mm-hmm. he's portrayed as weak, thought, weak, a bitch. But, okay, but here... That's what they were. That's what they were trying to accomplish with that. Well, well, here, well, here's the thing. I mean, it's that it's that pathological uh, thinking, you know, that that only exacerbates the problem. If you're not if you're not forthcoming with your feelings, you're only making the problem worse. But then. But at the same time, the name of the show is Insecure. It's not called Perfection. It's right. Not called a man's world. It's not called a woman's world. It's called Insecure. So we're showing all the flaws, all the stigmas, all the stereotypes, and we are blowing them up. That's exactly what they did on the show. And the same thing goes with Lauren, you know, being broke and sleeping on the couch. You know, how many men have fallen into that rut where they just can't go and, you know, motivate themselves. And then by the time they're ready to do it, something's already ended. You need something to end before something can start. They broke down everything, everything. And boom goes the dynamite. Well, I mean, uh, to to your point, Afton, I will I will agree because like going back to the first season, you know, when when their relationship was uh, you know like on the decline, and you know Lawrence Lawrence was stuck in a rut, and then you know it wasn't until like Issa cheated on him, and that right. that 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 busty uh, bank teller was like all up in his grill, like oh hey oh what how how you doing ooh okay yeah you making a deposit yeah would you like to make would you like to make was a deposit? Ta- was it what? In my bank. It was Tasha, right? <laughs> yeah, Tasha. Tasha, yeah. Tasha, I, yeah. I guess Tasha's be doing it. Hey, get a Tasha. Get a Tasha. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and you know, and that, and that, and that one, that, that, that lovely mwah, chef's kiss scene where you know Lawrence was making that deposit, you know, in her account, if you know what I mean, euphemisms, you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, I was like, okay, all right, all right, this is my boy. This is my boy. You know, he's he's finding himself. Um, but you know that. Yeah, is that what he was finding? You, yeah, that's. What he was <laughs> no, 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 no. He's that's what he was finding. Making a deposit, he was finding himself. That's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, all right, all right, look, but 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 Lawrence, all right, Lawrence, like he was just trying, like you know, he, he was hurting because Issa cheated on him, and you know, he, like like two wrongs don't make a right. And I'm not saying you should have done it, but I understand. I understand. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? And, and can Woo! I just, like, little sidebar, can I just shout out Black Twitter? Because they made it a point to constantly mispronounce Condola's name. Yes. I saw it. Condola's all right. Fuck Condola. Yeah. Yeah, you know, as far as canola oil goes, like how 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 did I mean she I mean I mean like you know the, she was she was kind of shifty because like she didn't invite Lawrence to her little um her little like friends gathering 
And then like Robin Thede's character um, basically like kind of like dropped drunkenly dropped the bomb like oh you're just our fuck buddy, and that which made it really awkward because you know a lot of truth is said when said under under the influence, and right. so and so. Yeah, Victor, the truth. Oh, oh yes, I I, cer- I certainly know. You know, you know, white boy wasted twenty seventeen, uh, forever. But anyway, um, you know, it, but but yeah, like a lot of truth is said when when you're under the, under the influence, and like you know, it made things awkward because it's like, all right, okay, so it seems so it seems that this might be this might be a sign for Lawrence to you know repair things to to go back to Ethan and repair things because it doesn't seem like things are working out here, and then you had that lovely episode. And it's actually uh, probably my favorite episode of the whole season, season four, where Issa and Lawrence, you know, they they had that that you know they were they had that date that re, they were reconnecting. Where she fell on her face. Yeah, where she fell on her face at, in in the bar. Oh, that was hilarious. And, that and then, was that was the only way to start that episode. That is the only way to start that. Like as soon as she hit that floor, it is secure. Yeah, and then. <laughs> and then the, and then the bartender gave her a free drink because it was like, yeah, yeah, we were all laughing at you, so yeah, we felt bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Get your free drinks, Issa. The struggle's real. <laughs> oh yeah, get it, get them where you can. Um, but you know, the, it it was really cool seeing them reconnect and then like have an honest conversation about why their relationship ended. You know, where things went wrong. Um, and then you know. Closure. Yep. Closure is good. Yep. G- getting that formal closure. You know, growth. Yep. <laughs> you know, growth, if you will, and then um, and then you know when they when they went back to Lawrence's apartment, it was like okay, hmm. Well, he lives right down the street. Yeah, yeah, he lives. Hey. Right, yeah, <laughs> and you know, and you know, when when Issa when Issa said, you know, I, what if I don't want this night to end? And I'm like, oh. And then and then you know they they made the love, and I was I was like, okay, all right, they're they're getting it in. Okay, all right, I see this, I see this. All right, so they're reconnecting, you know, on on a on a physical level too. Um, and then and then the the final episode, or or one of the final episodes where, um, well, the, the penultimate episode rather, where that they had that montage where they're on the couch, you know, they're spending. Yes. Time, you know, they're spending all time. All types of fuckery. It was good. Oh yes, you know. <laughs> You know, like front shots, back shots, all kinds of shots, 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 shots. You know, it, it was great. You know, it was like I was like, this is my boy. This is it's my nice boy. It's nice Issa got to be a part of the shots, other than who was she with? She was with um, oh, the, the TSA Bay. TSA Bay. Yeah, TSA. Brett. Funny how he runs the Plan B was becoming her Plan A. That was. <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm, you need to let him go, girl. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, too. Hey, 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 he would bring this stuff from work. Yeah, like, hey. shit he took from people like me. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know how many times I lost liquor trying to leave the country because they didn't package it right? I was so pissed when I saw that. I was like, oh, so that's where my shit be going. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Trifling. Now, if he was on the receiving end of that, would you have took it? Yeah, of course. All right. Yeah, I mean. But I'm just saying, you don't take it from hardworking people like myself. Like that's messed up. And who, who tries to bring a big ass bottle like that? Like where were they going? I mean, I mean, some some people think they're they're clever, but you know, you you cannot you cannot evade the watchful eye of TSA. 
you know. Ugh. But you know, you know, T- but you know, TSA Bay, you know, Anissa, you know, they were they were getting it in. You know, they had some good chemistry. You know, I was like, I was like, okay, all right. Given give, given given the heavyweight lovers, you know, some 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 love. Yeah. I, I see oh, okay. big, big boy, some love. I was That's very impressed that, with that. that. Like that. finally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was that, Carl? I said Fat Boys was winning at that time. Remember, around that time too. That was when, excuse the reference from the wrestling fun, but that was around the time when Otis was getting his shine too. Oh yeah, yeah, Otis. Otis around that time, I'm like, you know what? Boom, toasty out, man. Fat Boys is getting it right now. Oh yeah, Otis and Mandy, never forget. It was around. <laughs> it was around the same time. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but. But yeah, you know, uh, you know, Lawrence, Lawrence and Issa reconnected. I thought it was wonderful. I'm like, okay, so this is actually a logic. Okay, I can see. The, okay, the the, the logic we in bringing it so back. We were so hopeful. We were yeah. so hopeful until that damn episode where my heart broke. Yes. Yes, and that's and that's where a castor oil had to drop the bomb that oh, I'm pregnant. And and oh, but but here's the thing though. Not before we get into consequences. Um, when 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 Lawrence when Lawrence was telling was was you know telling Nisa oh 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 you know um oh you know Canasta called me and you know everything's cool. We talked it out. Everything's cool. You know you know we're we're fine. You know uh so so he made it sound like like things were cool between him and Castor Troy. But 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 when but when but when she came over and dropped the bomb. That she was pregnant with his kid and she wanted to keep it, and then, and and not, and not only that, saying that oh you know you don't have to be in the kid's life. I'm not asking anything from you. Just when he has his dream job in San Francisco all lined up, Issa's ready to move with him. Like ah. Uh. Yeah, man, Congolingus, you know, dropped the bomb at the right <laughs> time. Yeah, man. Oh my God. They Issa some grief because guess what? If he would have picked up that phone. Before they would have met up, like she was calling him, that date never would have happened, and Issa wouldn't have had all that grief. Yeah, and, and not to mention, you know, when I think I think Issa Issa knew what she was doing too, because like when she saw Lawrence go outside or and make that phone call, she was like, "All right, I gotta do something here. I gotta I gotta make my move because I don't want this night to end. Things are going so well. Hail Mary pass." Think how long he was yeah. avoiding Condola. Yeah, I said her name right. You guys are. Horrible. <laughs> you like it. <laughs> if he would have picked up the phone before, like when she had called him and he had taken the call, none of that whole time that they were together never would have happened. Yeah, that's true. He never would have been so brokenhearted because she, I'm glad she was honest with herself and mm. said that she's not ready for that. Like that's a situation she doesn't want to sign up for. Right, and plus, like she's just got she's just got her stuff together professionally. She's got her like event planning uh, business uh, off the ground. She had that great block party, uh, that yeah. was a success. It was sort of great until they started shooting. Oh yeah. But were they even shooting? I think that like they started going crazy because of the fight, right? Yeah, and then... no, I think no. Some somebody like I think somebody did start shooting. Okay, I couldn't hear it because you know I was so focused on I wish Molly would. Oh my God! Let's let us let us let us talk about Molly because. Let's get into. Hold on, let me take a sip first because I know you're about to go. So we're not talk, so we're not talking about Conjuring right now. We're gonna talk about Molly. <laughs> I mean, well, 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 well I, I will say this before we get into Molly about Conjugal. Um, her, her whole th- her whole thing like with, 
her whole thing was saying that, oh, you know, l- let me let me ask you, and this goes beyond the show. Fellas out there who are in this entanglement, what, do you honestly believe that any woman that you've been with, whom you've knocked up, okay, and I don't, I don't care how well, how amicable things may have ended. If a woman says, hey, you know what? I want to keep the child. You don't have to be involved. I'm not asking anything from you. Do you honestly think she means that? Or is she testing you to see how stupid you really are? Because there are things such as child support and, and you know, alimony if you're married and you get divorced and then that's a whole other can of worms. But you're, 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 once you have, once the kid is involved, you are not off the hook, fellas. If you're that well, dumb, Well, you know something? The thing that sucks about that, let me just say this. Like, you could have a situation where you actually don't want them to be involved. The state gets them involved. Because uh, they ask, who is the father? So what are you going to write down blank? Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean... So I don't... I feel that the state wants their money more than anything. Because if you have a good relationship with the, you have, you know, you broke up amicably with the person, you should be able to clearly, you know, put out those terms, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So I feel like the state gets more involved than anybody. Because if you're in a relationship with somebody and you already know you're taking care of your kids, you're doing what you need to do, like until it gets to a point where, you know, you're not doing what you need to do. But if you already have that type of relationship where, you know, you're going to do you and I'm going to do me, mm-hmm. it shouldn't even be an issue. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's, that's an excellent point, too, you know, um, because when the state when the state gets involved in something so intensely and deeply personal, you know, then it's like all, all of a sudden it's like you're litigating your whole relationship. And it's like everything be, everything that you've done becomes like a series of transactions. You know, it's like, oh, what ha- what have they done for me then? What have they not done for me? And yeah, it just corrupts everything. Yeah. But I will say this, that women are petty. And a lot of women will get pregnant just to get child support. And a lot of women will just get pregnant just to torture. Mm. Torture the father. And like, they didn't even want him. They just want to torture him. Like, their last goal is 18 years Trap. of your struggle as my benefit. Mm. Mm. That's coming from a woman. That is coming from a woman. I don't play those kind of games. But I do know of many, or I've heard or read stories, mm-hmm. <laughs> or been associated at one point or another with mm-hmm. some crazy bitches. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wrap it up. Just wrap mm-hmm. it up. Yep. Yeah, wrap it up, B. Um, I'm looking at looking at the comments here. Um, Tyrone, you got Tyrone Johnson. Uh, let the hate begin. He's referring to somebody as Marsha Clark. Um, first of all, you, you spelled it's M-A-R-C-I-A. Uh, that's how she spells her name. Um, no, I do not make Wayne Brady seem like Malcolm X. That is not true, Tyrone. Um, also, um, how many kids do I have? Zero, sir. I have Thank no kids. Thank God, we don't need. <laughs> Of anything of only one victor. That's it. Well, the whole dynasty is done. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. First of all, I first of all, I, I've always said that you know I'll start I'll start thinking about having kids once I hit forty. Uh, uh, you know, but hopefully your your boys stop marching because we don't need no more of you at forty. You think you got patience? You ain't got no patience for kids. You don't. You, you I mean, don't. I. 
I mean, listen, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I would like to have, uh, you know, a kid don't or two lie. of my own. Don't no, 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 legit. No, le- <laughs> legit, legit. I would like to have kids of my own someday once I meet the right, the right partner, the right lady, you know. Um, <laughs> why did you say that? I don't know what Bill, hey, listen, shout out to Bill Burr, Monday lady. Morning Podcast. <laughs> But but you know um, but you know I, I I do hope to have kids someday like like at least two at the most. I hope you find a bunch of them at a store and then keep walking home. Like, <laughs> no, you don't need any kids, Victor. He's collecting your bobbleheads and all your figurines. Cause guess what? Kids will touch them. I don't. Co- First of all, I don't collect bobbleheads and figurines. I collect films. I collect books. Okay. Oh, you don't think kids like DVDs? I'm, I'm well. Listen. <laughs> Listen. They will open the case and put their little fingerprints on them. Is that what you want to be cleaning up, Victor? Fingerprints, and all that stuff. There, I know better. There, there are there are ways there are I, ways of. I know better. They do. There are I'm ways. I'm very thankful for that. They know better. Yeah, yours Indeed. are old enough to know better. Listen. The, there are ways of safeguarding my my private collection. Okay. And also, you know, with, with the, you know, with the young whippersnappers coming up nowadays, they're just, they're just gonna be streaming. They don't care about physical media, sad to say. So that uh, gives... they care about whatever's yours is theirs. <sighs> let's, all right. Daddy, can I play with this? They've already opened it and destroyed it. Oh yeah, mint condition? <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> hey, listen, that's 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 you know what? It's all in the game. It's all in the game, though. It's all in the game, though. First of all, why, why are, why are you say, Tyrone Johnson the second? Why are you saying that I don't need any kids? Vasectomy, oh, sir. Because we all know you don't need any kids. Sir, 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 sir. I will have you know that as uh, the only child, you know. <laughs> that even that, more that reason further explains why you don't need kids. I mean, y'all. Hey, you don't like to share. I know. You to share growing hey, up. You're greedy. You I saw how you eat those damn frisky fries. <laughs> I was drunk, many, okay, when many, I ate those frisky how fries. How many controllers do you have? How many what? How many how many video game controllers do you have? Two. How often do you use the second one? Often. I switch out between the two. Would you let somebody else use one? Well, not in a pandemic, but in normal yeah, circumstances. Right. Sure. Yeah, if you have kids, they're part of your pandemic too. <laughs> uh, see, first of all, yeah, you're you, right. You, you know, you, you're you, still right. This first, does not have. You know what saves me from my kids? Locked doors. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. First, first of all, first of all, Tyrone. A lot of parents don't have the temperament anyway, but they but they raise their kids the best way they know how anyway. Well, some to varying degrees of success. Some do and they turn out fine. Others don't and they didn't and they shouldn't have had them in the first place. But that's just neither here nor there. Okay, so we're gonna let you know now, Victor. Don't do it to the world. Yeah. All right, number two, number two. All right, y'all supposed to be my friends. Y'all supposed to be supportive. Y'all, y'all supposed to be supportive, and I don't, I don't feel supported right now. I don't feel supported right now. I don't feel supported right now. Okay. First of all, first of all, oh wait, listen, listen. You first of all, Carl. First of all, Carl, Carl, and Afton, but Carl in particular, you know good and goddamn well. There, there are people, there are people among amongst your circle of friends and acquaintances that, when you look at them, they're like, 
should they be having should they have had any kids in the first i mean i should they really their, their parents really you know good and god we're not we're not going to name names but you know good and god that well there are some people are, are among our circle of people of acquaintances and friends that we know that shouldn't have had any kids in the first place but you know what they make it work anyway and they're doing a they're doing a fair job of it okay all right so 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 so, so what, what, what makes it what no, no, no. What, what, what makes them? What makes them so goddamn special? And what makes me? What makes me an exception? Okay. First of all, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell. Let me let me break down my resume for 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 you doubters out there because I don't feel supported. Okay. I am a role model. I have three degrees, two of okay. which are masters. I am accomplished as fuck. I am a hardworking professional. Do not tell me that I am unworthy of being a parent. Because, 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 quite frankly, because, quite frankly, Carl, Carl, you should, you shouldn't be talking. You shouldn't be talking. And you know, good and goddamn well, there are people among our, among your circle that that should, that shouldn't be talking either. Do you know any time I invited you over to my house where I have children, you did not come. You are not made for kids, especially not black kids. You are not made for children. I'm black too. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm sorry if you don't feel supported, but I will support your plan B. Okay? Oh my, see, I'll pay for it myself. <laughs> All right, you know what? We're just gonna have to agree to disagree because you know y'all y'all supposed y'all supposed to be supportive. I don't feel supported right now. We are supported. We are supported. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so you won't you make know, a mistake. It costs for an abortion less than it costs to go to college, and you should know it. So so what are you, so what are you saying that I should just be alone forever? I should just like take a monkhood? Is that what you're saying? You damn near you damn near it anyway. Whatever. Whatever. You know what? Victor, what I'm saying is that for out of everybody in the world that should have children, you are not one of them. No. No. You you are better off as one. So what? Uh, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. Here's a prime example. Here's a prime example. Daddy, for my birthday, I want to go to Comic Con. Will you take me? Sure. <laughs> He's so funny. Listen, no, no, no. <laughs> Listen. And I want to go. And I want to go on a You know what? It's all in the game, though. It's all part of the experience. Yeah, you can't avoid it. Game. You can't shut it off and turn it off and put it in the closet and right. fix it when you need to. <laughs> right, but 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 listen. You know you know what you know what. First of all, first of all, Carl, you you, you should you, you you shouldn't be talking at all. Given given. But I got three. I got three girls who love me very much, and I love them back. Okay. Carl, Carl was made for kids, even though his attempts haven't come to fruition. <sighs> you know, I'm kind of okay with that. I'm, I'm kind of okay. With that. I know you should so, be. You should be very. You're very fortunate. Very so, fortunate. Out of the three, almost now you got three. Solidified. 
and you know what? My butt and my puppies is my road dog. She is my, she's my road dog. Like if I, if I'm down in the man cave, she just, she literally just come and just sit, sit on my lap, watch. She want to play every now and then. I'm giving a controller. She have a blast. She lose. She have a blast. Yeah, you only gotta have a right hand kid. It's, it's the, the, the middle one. The middle one, she she just wants to play, just to play, just to hang out. Mm-hmm. Admit it. The oldest one, uh, but we're we're at Trent and Chuck E. T. We're best friends. <laughs> we do the hug and every, we do the hug and everything. Go up to her, I'm like, ah. She do, she do it right back. I got that connection. I'm good. All you need is your boy now, Carl. And then you're done. You're done. It's probably not going to happen. It's okay. It's, you know, the theory, my... hypothetically speaking. Hang on. First of all, Tyrone Johnson, <laughs> Tyrone Johnson II, why are you posting a link to plentyoffish.com in the chat? First of all... Yeah. First of all, um, you, you, you put spaces between the words, so it's just fish.com, which brings you to an aquarium supply store. So I don't so first of all, step your hyperlink game up. And number two, I I've been on plenty of fish when I was when I was a single person way back in the day. And yeah, it, it's what it gets you. It, it's it's well, nothing because it's not a good site. I've I I never I never got any data. No, that's that site. why it's called plenty of fish. Um, listen, I'm not I'm not gonna cast any aspersions for people who are part of that site or go on that website for various reasons, but it's not my cup of tea. It's it's not it's not my cup of Riesling. But anyway, that would um, be an interesting name for a dating site, cup of tea. <laughs> indeed, cup it, of tea. It, indeed it indeed it would be. <laughs> but we are but we but we are way we are way off track we did. here. Um, we did. That was an interesting segue into nothing. <laughs> Why Victor should not have kids. According to Carl and Afton, it's just two people. But you know what? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's not. Three. You better go check Three. that chat. Oh, and, uh, and and Tyrone John. But Tyrone hates everything. <laughs> but but listen, but like but like I said, but like I said, you know, we know people personally that shouldn't have had any kids. That when you look at them, it's like, God damn, you're a father? Or really? What the fuck? They make it work. What the fuck makes them special? But anyway, going back getting back to the show. Um, you, you let's talk about Molly for a second because Molly is <laughs> yes, Molly. You, t- you talk about you talk about somebody who, who shouldn't have kids. Let's talk about I Molly. Was just get ready to say that because Molly is her own worst enemy. Like her whole Molly shouldn't date. Molly needs to take care of herself forever. Yeah, and she's st- and she and she's just she should start taking the advice of her therapist because her ther- her, th- right? her therapist. She's the only one seeking therapy and not listening. Right? Well, no, 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 nope. Amal is too. Yeah, but because yeah, like. Yeah, but we are focusing on Issa and Molly. And right. out of the two, Molly, which needs actually needs to be in therapy, isn't listening. No. She's deflecting, and it's not helping anybody. Cause look at where she is. Mhm. An yeah. Asian bay. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Andrew, aka aka Asian Bay, you know, holding it down for us Asian brothers out there, you know, uh, you know he. Oh, I have you. Yeah, you know, it's all right, but <laughs> but you know he was shout shout but shout outs to shout outs to Andrew because he was he exhibited way too much patience for somebody like Molly. He put up with a lot of bullshit, 
And mind you, Molly's therapist even told her point blank, do you want to be right or do you want to be in a relationship? And Molly, throughout her whole arc, was about being right. She would say yeah. she'd want to be in a That's relationship. That's why she couldn't forgive her father. Right. She found out that he was a cheater. Yeah. Yeah, and and her brother said her straight like, listen, you know, you know, we all we all fuck up, we all make mistakes, you know. He's just a guy. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse my language. He's like fathers and niggas too. They just figure it out eventually. Yeah. Yeah, and nobody gives anybody a handbook on how to be a man, or how to be a father, or how to be, you know, in a relationship. So mm-hmm. what can you expect? This is your first run at this. Mm-hmm. You're not perfect. Right. And yeah. Molly always upholds that standard, and she is far the fuck from it. Yeah, like, like she, she turned on a lot of, like, several good guys, you know, that were promising, but, like, like Except she... for Dre. Dre wasn't good. Dre. Uh, who was Dre? Was it the guy from the car dealership? The original, the other entanglement. Oh. Yes, that was the entanglement. That was the entanglement. <laughs> no, that was like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like, but yeah, man, like, it's like, like Molly, like she, like she was, she got in her own way, and like Andrew put up with a lot of stuff, and like, and then, and plus, like, like Molly was always like making time for herself, and like, kind of like squeezing Andrew in whenever she could, but she right. never really made proper. He was time. a good replacement. He was a good filler for when Issa wasn't around. Yeah. And I'm glad Issa said to her, "When you and Andrew don't work, you can't blame me." I was like, you. or Absolutely, like because because I think it's like part partly because of her career, like she's a lawyer, and so she's used to being in tar- taking charge, being assertive, and she carries that same energy into her relationship. So she doesn't know how to operate in a different mode, you know. Yeah. Not, not 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 saying that she has to be like the, the, the complete opposite, but you know there are there are certain you know certain levels of you know assertiveness or you know forthrightness that you have to apply in different situations. And for Molly, she just she just never knew how to turn that turn that off. And, and because of that, she turned yeah. a lot of guys off as a result. And, but I'm and, surprised that Andrew lasted so long. Yeah. I really am. It feels- Maybe it's because he's Asian. Because <laughs> the rest were black, and they just weren't taking her shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, 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 I, you, he wasn't either. He just stayed. Like, he, he, he stayed. Did, he, put it, he was able to put her in a place at times. Yeah. Yeah, but he really didn't. Like, she was only fearful of being alone versus actually losing him. She didn't really care about him. She mm. liked the idea of being in a relationship versus mm. actually being with him. Because if she wanted to be with him, she wouldn't have came out her neck with his brother at the damn pool. Like, what is wrong with you? She's being racist. Well, why don't you chill out? Like, calm down. Well, to be fair, her, bro- her like, his brother was being a dick because he was trying to play devil's advocate. Like, 
But you know, actually, like instead of like actually believing her, you know, and, right. and, and I think and I think that also speaks to like uh, you know anti-black sentiment among Asian communities and Asian American communities too. So uh, so I, I'll give Molly a pass on that one. But when she was still holding that grudge, when Angela was like, "Oh, hey, my brother bought ba- tickets to this basketball game, right. front row," and she was like, "Nah," I'm like, "Okay, now you're being unreasonable." Okay, he's yes. like, yeah. but she was unreasonable at the pool too. Like, you do need a bracelet to verify you come to this resort. That's they every they do it everywhere. She's gonna act like she ain't worldly. You can't be bougie and stupid. Well, but but that but that uh that worker at the at the pool was was being a jerk too though. You know, she like. See, I don't. I don't think that she was, and like, I guess it. It depends on uh, how you see it, because mm. I've been on cruise ships, and they need you. They need to know you got that bracelet to verify who you are to give you a towel, because when those towels walk away, it's coming out of their check. Like, yeah, true. They have to have account for everything. It don't matter if you black, white, orange, purple, green. Mm-hmm. I need to verify you are here, so I can make sure I keep my job. Mm. That's the way I took it. <laughs> but Molly's fucking extra, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, and 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 also speaking of her being extra too, like the way that she, the way that she, like her and Issa were growing apart, and and I saw and I saw this a lot in 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 like a lot of like comments, like Reddit Reddit threads, like the official insecure Reddit thread, and right. and it and it raised an interesting point how Molly and Issa's friendship, like for Molly, everything was good when when Issa was the one dependent on her, when Issa was the one struggling. But when Issa was finding her foot footing professionally with the with the event planning and everything, and that's yeah. when that's when they were, that's when that's when Molly was like, oh, like suddenly I don't have somebody who's who's looking up to me. Suddenly I have someone who's who's get, getting closer to becoming my equal. I don't know how to handle this new dynamic because I'm used to Issa coming to me uh, for advice or venting or, or whatnot. Um, so so she starts throwing like shade here and there, like kind of belittling. Passive aggressiveness was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Like they they couldn't find a way to communicate. Like their ability to communicate just fizzled. Yeah. And that happens sometimes in friendships, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it 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 most it most certainly does. Um I mean and I, I would it most certainly does, and uh, and I, I will leave it. At, I will leave it at that. Um, it most certainly does. Uh, um, go, go, looking at the comments real quick, uh, Tyrone Johnson was still at it. Um, he he put the he put a link to Grinder.com for some reason. Grinder.com, Tyrone. I don't know what you're trying to tell people. Hey, nothing wrong with it, but but. Let, I, 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 I don't know I don't know what that who that link is for, but listen listen man it's called stamina you should see the tongue I give anyway, um go, getting back to insecure um one thing about one thing about uh about Molly Damn, Chris, yo stupid what we do to you <laughs> you know what grinder is right Victor yeah it's a gay dating site okay it's it's more than just just for this. oh it's it's kind of like Tinder so it's like a, a lot of like, you no, know, it's like Oh okay. Oh okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Same, yeah. Hooking up, dating. Yeah. Same, what? Same difference. Who cares? It's, but, it's it's different on that page. <laughs> okay. Well. Whatever. I mean. I, I mean. But hey. Hey. Listen. Hey. Listen. But hey. But any, anyway, getting back to um the show. But yeah, Molly. Like her and Issa were growing apart, and then it all blows up at the at the block party 
when you know uh, Molly's passive aggressiveness just come, be, turns into full aggression, you know. Mario. Yep, just blowing up, and it's like yo, y'all could have had this conversation instead of like talking around each other. And Molly, instead of feeling her feeling herself way too much, said, "Oh, you know, I think I'm outgrowing Issa." And then um, they have that ultimate blow up again uh, when when um, Molly and Issa were trying to patch things up when when Andrew was there, and then uh, Nathan. Nathan, who I think is a better is a better partner for for Issa. Um, I think so too, but he wishy washy too. Well, he does. He, well, but he uh, he explained his reasons why he left. Yeah, yeah but he late. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's struggling with you know you know you know bipolar issues, and you know he's still trying to you know he find late. his footing. He late. Yeah, but shout out shout out to the show too yeah. for actually like high for actually like shedding the light. On mental illness too in the black community. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so once again, that is great, but he late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but he wouldn't miss his own funeral if he was bipolar. He'd show up one day. I mean, he late. It, it's okay. Better better <laughs> late than never. Better late than never. But um, but uh, but when Nathan when Nathan Nisa came over to uh, Molly Molly and Andrew's place, you know, to make up. And you know, um, uh, Molly Molly sent that text that was meant for Andrew, but it went to Issa, and when she's like, "See, uh-huh. see, I'm tr- seeing, I'm see, trying, I'm trying." Real, and then you know, Issa Issa left in a huff, and then Molly was like, "Oh, uh, I just don't think that you and I are compatible anymore." Really? That tell us how you really feel, Molly. You pretentious, pretentious fool. And. Uh, and so ultimately, ultimately, um, things didn't end well between um, Andrew. Andrew finally put his foot down. He says that, like, do you want to be in a relationship or do you want to win? And then Molly was just left speechless. And then the scene ended. Um, uh, and and then ultimately, like, I, I like the final scene where where they meet once again uh, in the restaurant and, and they start to have that conversation. And then like the camera pans back. So it's yeah. like they're starting to repeat. Which raises a question, and this was a question that I put up in me acted in shout outs to my girl sister Rachel for this one. Can friends be soulmates if you kind of catch my drift? Um, like you guys still like you're you're just friends, but it's like you're like meant to be friends. That's meant she's meant to be your friend for life. So you go through your patch of book. You patch your BS, mm-hmm. but no matter what, y'all still just can't let go. It's like you're, it's like your soulmates, but your friends. Yeah, soul friends. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, th- I think there's something to that um, for sure. Because um, with Molly and Issa, you know, they've been through a lot. They've grown, uh, they've grown so uh, considerably since the beginning of the show, um, and uh, and you know, growth. Oh, speaking speaking of Kelly, let's get into her for for a second. Uh, but but yeah, it's interesting to see where their relationship's gonna go in season five. Uh, once that once that uh, rolls around and see, just to see like how they start to repair their 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 relationship and also how Molly and also how Issa tries to get over this whole Lauren situation. Um, but but speaking of um the supporting characters, Kelly, I will say this though, like one shout outs to Natasha Rothwell because she's a excellent a fantastic writer. Uh, and a terrific uh, actress. Um, Kelly was, for the first time in the show's history, Kelly was tolerable in the show. I actually Kelly can tolerate her. Kelly, Kelly is awesome. No, 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 no. no. Everybody, British 
Kelly, no, Kelly stop, was. Stop being a hater. No, 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 no. Kelly was rude as shit. I, she that's was so. Her, that's her. She was so needlessly abrasive. Like she's the type of friend that talk that does nothing but talk mad shit to your face and gives you no word of encouragement and has the nerve to wonder, gee, how come how come you don't talk to me no more? Because you're because you're a fucking insulting. Because because you're a fucking ingrate. Why why would I talk to you? So you're telling me if you actually had a chance to meet Kelly and know a friend like her? <laughs> You. No, 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 no. See, see, right. Afton, Afton, Afton. The, the, you would, you would tolerate her because you know some their relationship might be different than what they actually portray on Insecure. Because guess what? You wouldn't be fucking with somebody like her if she was just super ignorant all the time and wasn't supportive. This whole season, all she was doing was taking care of that damn baby. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, yeah, Kelly, Kelly stepped up for the first time ever on the show. And, um, you know, she she actually showed that she had some value for the first 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 time ever on the show. And she's always had value. She's always. No, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly is. Everybody has to have a friend like Kelly. No. Yes, because we want to know how freaky this after party's going to be. That's the type of friend you want. For real. You can sit. I mean. say this though uh with with kelly um she did she she did for the first time ever in the show show growth uh, in this season um she was definitely um very supportive of tiffany and, and, sh- and shout outs to insecure and Issa Rae and natasha rothwell for spotlighting um you know postpartum uh, uh yeah, depression i was i was thoroughly impressed with that because nobody mm. discusses that mm. a postpartum depression like women have killed themselves because of that like it's yeah. such an in- uncontrollable urge to want to be a mother but want nothing to do with anything i mm. went through it and i can tell you that that shit is more dangerous than any other drug you could ever be on mm. it is a very deep dark place that you can be in and some people don't make it out of some mothers mm. don't make it out and some mothers don't turn into mothers from having children because of that mm. because it's such a scary place scary oh yeah that, so i am so glad they put a spotlight on that because that it's it is it is a hard comeback with that and she she did exactly what any other mother who's dealing with postpartum would do run away just because you don't know how to deal with that it's it's a very scary emotion because it's more than just one thing mm. it's everything oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah. you know and, and, and then when Ke- wait and then when kelly like showed her when she was giving advice to Issa, you like listen Y'all need to patch that up because me and Tiffany went through the same thing and we almost didn't come back. Mm. Indeed. Indeed. But what was up with the gay guy on the bus? He was like, oh, my other persona is just like you, Kelly. She should have molly whopped his ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you need a friend like Kelly. For real. <laughs> I mean, th- l- listen, that, that was that was a that was a that was a bonkers uh, situation, but 
Um, but but yeah, but with the, with the character of Tiffany, like you could see they were dropping hints of that things weren't um, going so well, but not only with her, but also her relationship with her husband Derek, and even Derek, you know, when they were on the bus on the way to the hotel where they ultimately found her, you know, Derek was like, you know, we we had kid, we had a kid because we thought that this would bring us closer together, you know, and we weren't ready, but we thought that you know we that this could you know pat better our relationship and. You know, he was coming, he was arriving at a, you know, come to Jesus moment that I was like, oh man, maybe, maybe we're in over our heads. Maybe, you know, my, my wife is in over her head. I don't know what to do here. And, you know, it was, that was, that's when it was really crucial to have that circle of friends around him, you know, uh, that circle of trust and support that ultimately led him uh, to finding a Tiffany. And, and, and actually, you notice how he had all of Tiffany's friends with him, not yeah. his own friends. Yeah, because it shows you like how strong Tiffany's friendship was because she mm. he didn't know who to contact about that. Absolutely, because like he, there's no way Chad would have cared any one whit about it. Like, because Chad, all right, first of all, Lawrence wouldn't have given a fuck either. Chad had lost his damn motherfucking mind. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say this though. Chad is definitely the worst character on the show, worse than Kelly. He actually exceeded Kelly. I don't like Chad at all. I never liked him since the beginning. Chad is garbage. Yeah, he, he's garbage. a he's a he's a trash person. I want someone to slap that goddamn beard off his face. Yeah. His 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 face is stupid, and I hate him. I don't like his character. Um. One thing I wait. Go ahead, Uh. Oh no. Oh no. Uh. That that was it. Uh. What were you gonna say? Shoutouts to Issa and all the cameos that she had this season. Mm. Kim Fields as the as the lady who was on the trip. Oh, the, yeah. the passenger on the plane. Yeah, yeah. And Kim. then she was just all over. The, she was like all over. She was just hysterical. And then next thing you know, she finds her husband again. Mm-hmm. She's all happy. Kyla Fracken, man. Okay, listen, Kelly Kelly has her uses, you know, sometimes it takes a maniac to catch a maniac, sometimes it takes a wolf to catch a wolf, sometimes it takes a, a dirt dog to chase after a dirt dog, I get it, but do you want to, but you know, if you hang out with dirt dogs, you get fleas, so. TJ, watch the show, you and Shay, watch the show, I guarantee you, you will enjoy it. Yes, watch the show. All four seasons. There's no more, so you gotta stop it for. Yeah. And you'll get, yeah, and you'll get through it fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very good show. And Tyrone, I don't know if you're throwing shade uh, in, in the comments here, but um, hmm? what's up? Possibly. Possibly, but uh, but 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 I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you something, Tyrone. Um, uh, guess who's never gonna be on the Pop Codex Prime podcast? Yeah, you. Anyway, uh, getting back to uh, um, get, getting back to the the, the, the show as well. Um, like yeah, like I said, the, the cameos are great. Um, you have um, uh, the the actress who played uh, Lavita Alize Jenkins. I forget her name. Um, she was the report. She was like the the host in that 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 TV Terry show. Terry Shavon. Yeah, yeah. She Sorry was, to cut you off, but it just hit me right then and there. I had to say it. Yeah, she was a host on that on that show, Finding Something or Other. I forget. Uh, it was like some kind of like mystery show, um, that was like a, a show within a show. Um, also, uh, you had Wendy Raquel Robinson, uh, who yeah. played Issa's mom, who I didn't recognize. I was so confused. I was 
soundtrack oh i love the soundtrack uh, on the show like every season the soundtrack is on point like i have the whole uh, yes always fire always fire yeah i have the whole uh the the all the songs on spotify like on the insecure playlist uh, shout, shout outs to the genius who created that playlist because mm. after every episode it just adds on yeah automatically Absolutely. It's, it's, it's Let me just thing. say the cinematography for all of the the highlighting and like mm-hmm. the coloring of all of the black skin was amazing. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, Amazing. Like the sex scenes were just even more prolific. I loved it. I was very, I was very, very, very much impressed. Like they highlighted black skin like no other. Like they know that like we have reds and blues and greens and different yellows in our faces and they highlighted them so beautifully in every single situation. The club scene, if it was dark, you could see those highlights. Like mm. love it. Yeah, yeah. The, the lighting and cinematography was absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah, uh, there like there were there were a lot of shots that I really liked, especially in the the episode where Issa and Lawrence, um, you know, re- re- reconnect and they have that the scene where they're walking through the uh, that that that, uh, that art that art gallery show in the open, mm-hmm. and there's a scene we where need another, we need one of those. There, there's a scene where like they're they're standing in front of like a LED panel, like one's light, one's blue, and one's like kind of like pink, and like Issa's standing yeah. on one side. Notice the they were wearing those colors. Yep. 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 And they were wearing those colors. That was such, that was a beautiful profile shot. I really like that. Yeah. Um, was, I like the first time Issa um, got up with um, what's his name from the first season that she cheated on Lawrence with. What was his name? Carl. Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. The mm. first time they got up when she was in his studio, just like mm. the blues on his skin and stuff. It was so pretty. Mm. Oh, it was so. I fell in love with the show at that moment. Like just. I was like, "Yep, you guys got me. You got me." Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. the the, the show The show is a work of art, and uh, and then like, I, and and this is a show that like, like I don't I don't know how it's gonna end, but this is a show that which like all the characters like I just feel like equal amounts of like frustration and then like, and and just emotion and also like happiness and joy, like 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 as if like I as if I know them, as if I hang out with them, and, and that's like. The, a, a testament to the the writing and and the acting and the craft behind the show. So, 
tip of the hat to Issa Rae and Princess Penny and Natasha Rothwell for crafting a really fine show and a really fine season. Um, also, yeah, we, have, so we have to shout out one cat. We have, we have to shout out Amal. Oh, yeah, her. Yo, dude was hilarious. And shout out to, shout out to Margaret. Shout out to Rachel. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> no, I got for Rachel's birthday, I got Amal. I got a Amal cameo. Oh, nice. No, that's what's up. Since I, I guess that's a thing now, Carl. Like, Getting celebrities to wish people happy birthday, right? I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm asking you. I don't really know. I've been yeah, yeah, exactly. in this room that you see behind me. This is where yeah. I've been. Yeah, Carl. What about that? It, it, it is. A th- it is a thing now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Um, looking at the comments here, Tyrone wants to know why does Carl look high? Open your eyes. <laughs> Well, I worked my two overnights. That, that, oh, okay. That, that's just how Carl looks. That's just his face. You know, he, he can't help it. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> well, I, I, I hear it too, man. I, I feel you. I feel you. But, um, I don't. I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> lucky. Lucky. No, my husband has a procedure, so I'm off for tomorrow. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But uh, but yeah, man, Insecure season four, uh, that's the show, uh, man. Um, Hold up, I got a question for you, Victor, because this is your thing. What was your favorite Molly's a bitch moment? Ooh, ooh. Carl, you can chime in too, cause I know mine. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna say like the the one part where she was like where Issa was calling. Issa was calling, um, no, oh, the, 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 the one moment that really was like, oh my God, are you serious? Was where, um, was where Molly, uh, threw shade when, when Issa called, called him and then like Nathan was in the background and yeah. then, uh, and then Molly's like, oh, Issa's avoiding me. Like, like I'm a job. Well, who do you think, what, the, 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 the unmitigated gall to, to, to be that disrespectful is, you, you know what, Molly? You and your lace front can have a seat. Girl, bye. All right, Carl. Okay. Mine, was, mine was, it was the first episode when they were cleaning up after the, uh, I'm just going to call it Catalina Wine Mixer. And <laughs> when they were cleaning up and she was like, you never have your stuff together. You never have your shit together. Like, you just love it that way. Mm. Mine was when they were going for that hike and she was acting all shady with Issa while she was just standing there by herself, but she's over there talking to Andrew. Like, why are you being such a bitch? Like, you're supposed to be having, what they call it? What is it? Uh, stress-free Sunday? Oh, uh, self-care, self-care Sundays. Self-care Sunday. And she's on some other shit. Like, hmm. you yeah. like things messy. Like, She really could. But you know, Molly always go, gets in check when home dude from Wild and Out was a co work. Hmm. Always around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mo- Molly, Molly can have a whole stadium, a whole arena full of seats at this point. 
They are all empty right now. They are. Yeah, they're all empty it right really now. really wouldn't be. She was, she was just aggressively, just passive aggressive and negative and just distant and then being petty and then sending the wrong text to people. Like she, there was a lot of growth she could have went through in this episode and she didn't find any of it. Oh, no, uh, not, not by any means at all. But hopefully that hopefully she'll be able to better herself and actually grow in the fifth season, uh, because are they having a fifth season? I thought fourth was the last one. Well, no, it's not the it's not the last one. It'll probably be postponed because you know a lot of studios shut down because of the pandemic. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. We'll have more to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. But yeah, man, in- in- Insecure, uh, one hell of a show. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I mean, it, the, the episodes are, are relatively short, so you can watch them in all in one go. They're wor- re- worth repeat viewing. Um, yes, definitely, because there's always something you missed. Always yeah. something you missed. You yeah. can probably get through the entire series in one day. And 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 I and I, and I will say too, no shade, but the actress who played Copacabana, she was cute. She was cute. <laughs> she was. She was, but she only had that one braid for a hairstyle. That one braid. It, it's all it right. Worked. It's it all right. You know, it's it's all right. You know, you know, she made it work. You know. Conjunction, junction. She made it work. Yeah, conjunction, junction. She made it function. She made it function. <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but yeah, that. Those are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah, that was Insecure season four. Uh, Carl, um, as we wrap up, do you have a question of the week? It's been a while. Since I actually that. do. I actually do. Okay. Now, I'm not sure if you heard of the versus battles that've been going on mm-hmm. since the start of the pandemic. Yep. Who would you like to see in a versus battle? Mm. Who would I like to see in a versus battle? Now, do you mind if I ask what the hell you're talking about? <laughs> okay, the versus battle, these guys, I'm, I'm, oh my God, you, you missed out. So what they do is two artists and they go hit for hit. Okay. So it's like, so far they say, Fans have voted that the best one was Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Okay, I did hear about that, but I didn't. So what they do is like they will play one one artist will play one song, and then the other artist will play play one of their hits and rebuttal. Oh. Try to see who had you know who has the better catalog or whatever. It's all like you know it's all like fun. Hmm. Like there's been some really good ones. Um. The, the ones, my favorites were Nelly versus Ludacris. Okay, that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, all make, they all make sense. They all make sense, too. Um, and like I said, Erica Badu versus Joe Scott, John Legend yeah. versus Alicia Keys. Uh, oh, they, yeah, they, that was, that's intense. Huh? That was on Juneteenth. Mm. Ooh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> on Juneteenth. Um, Jada Kiss versus Fabulous was a lot of fun. Ooh, I'm gonna have to look that one up. Those are my boys. They're all on YouTube. 
They're all on YouTube, and you can catch them on Instagram. Anybody go up against Missy? Not yet, because it was actually started. It was actually started. It was Timbaland versus Swiss Beats. Mm. I think Timbaland versus Missy would be good. Or um, who would be good with Missy? Um... MC Light? Oh. No. You no. have to have a catalog to keep up with Missy. Yeah, similar, similar cat. Yeah, you gotta have like that's what makes it better. Oh, they did a reggae one. It was uh, Beauty Man versus Bonnie Killer. Mm. I don't do conscious, so I... maybe if it was um Sean Paul versus um uh, Beanie Man, now that would have been a, a good combo. But who okay. would go up against Missy? Like seriously, like you would have to have an. Or maybe Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes and Missy? That could work. That could work. Um, well, the next one, the next one they just announced today is going to be Rick Ross versus 2 Chains. Both. Oh. So, well, one I would like to see, and I was actually thinking about this earlier today when I was getting food. Um, I would like to see Kanye versus Nas. Yeah. Oh. Despite how you feel about Kanye now, if you want to go catalog the catalog, Kanye will always produce a classic. But like all this gospel stuff, I'm just not really into that. You know, I don't feel like he's being himself, especially trying to run as president, which is yeah. stupid. Like, or okay, how, all right, Chris Brown versus Usher. Nah. Maybe Chris Brown versus Bow Wow. <laughs> oh no no no. <laughs> Timberland actually shut that down earlier because Bow Wow was trying to say trying to say that he wanted to go against somebody, and then it's not it, and it's twenty one. Oh, so, Marion. Marion versus Mario would have been decent. Uh, Marion versus Marcus Houston. Is that like that? Least? That I would do, but I don't think Marcus Houston got as many as the Mario. No, because he would bring in all of Immature and stuff like that. So he's got he's got the backing on him. What about, um, let me see, uh, Beyonce couldn't go up against anybody. Like, who's, who's fighting that one? Nobody. Nobody. Well, there are a bunch of better singers than Beyonce, but, you know, let's, well, let's yes, see if you know there. Well, yes, but Beyonce has a catalog. That's all I'm saying. Is that's like, what, it, that's, that's what it's mostly based on. It's based right. off of catalog. Catalog versus catalog, okay. So, who would you choose, Victor? Come on. Um, I would choose Common versus Talib Kweli. That would be a dope one because they both have like lengthy catalogs of albums and they can go. I think John Legend versus Maxwell. I think that'd be a good one. Hmm. That could work. Because Maxwell's got some hits. He does. He does. Like, John Legend. John Legend be blowing though. <laughs> oh, I love John Legend. Um, yeah, I see. I see do you? Robert. Do you really, Victor? Yeah. I'm there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Versus Boys to Men? No! No! 
No. No, it would be Black Street and Boys with Men. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't want, we don't want that. Us, all the Versus fans, do not want Teddy Riley back. Well, what'd he do? Hey. He went against, he went up against Babyface and he just couldn't, like, he tried to have a band and all that and just could not get it together. No. <laughs> oh, he was the me- he was memed horrendously. <laughs> oh, it just blew up in his face. That huh? was not that wasn't a smart thing. Babyface has catalogs on catalogs. If you're gonna do Babyface, you might as well do Luther Vandross. Babyface. <laughs> mm. Yeah, R.I.P. Luther. Vince Ver- Prince versus Michael. That's the ultimate one. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad we'll never see it. What could have I been? I know, but you know something? They can still do it. Like, Carl, you could even do it. A max, a, a mix-up? A mash-up, I it's guess possible. you call it? It's possible. Mm. Yeah. There's so so many good combinations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got, but if you haven't seen one, just watch, just watch them. Every time they go live, they break the internet. Every time. Wow. Mm. Oh, wow. I want to see Missy go up against somebody. She's got to destroy somebody. Cause she said that she's got enough. She's got enough records for ten albums. Hmm. Hey, yeah. She should. She put but, in the work. But believe it or not, DMX versus Snoop. But that was a really good one. But so far, my favorite one has been Nelly versus Ludacris. Okay. Up jumps the boogie and boogie jumps the beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah who would you like to see in a versus battle that would be the question of the week I'll post that on the social medias real soon uh, Afton it was always a pleasure thank you mm-hmm. thank you thank you thank you always being myself <laughs> <laughs> absolutely man yeah thank yeah thank you once again for joining us it's been it's been too long too long I know <laughs> I guess we won't make that you know that long trip again <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah we, yeah we will we will avoid uh, long trips uh, and we will. That's great. That's yeah. great. And, and we, I appreciate that. I yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, tell us yeah, tell us where we can find you. Yeah. Me? Yes. <laughs> well, I am on Instagram at motivated lady. Uh, you'll figure it out how to spell it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have my Cider Hunter page on Instagram, The Cider Hunter, and I frequent both of them, so you can find me there. Awesome. Don't look for me on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. Sorry. I just, I'm not a fan of Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Facts. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you all for watching. Uh, thank you all for listening uh, to the Codex Prime podcast. What's up, Kit? Our shirts, we, we haven't mentioned on the, on the episode all week all, that we have now multiple shirts, not just the regular Codex Prime shirt, but multiple. The, even Victor's got a couple of shirts. <laughs> One of my favorites, you are the problem. Yes, <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, that has to be Victor's oh. shirt. It has to be. I can hear yeah. your voice coming out of the shirt. Oh, don't be part of the Do problem. The film thing, we got, we got a Victor's Corner shirt coming out soon. Uh, I got DJ Mr. Burns shirts also, so all you gotta do is hit up our friend Crafty Kento Cuts on Facebook and Instagram. She will just send her a DM and she'll take good care of you. So, yes, we have shirts now. We have merch again. All right. Awesome. 
And uh, yeah, with that, uh, thank you all for watching and listening. You can catch us every week uh, uh, on Facebook Live, also on Spotify, uh, iTunes, where you can hit us up with that five-star review, Google Play, uh, wherever you can find podcasts, you'll find us, um, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. And with that... Yeah, uh, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Pretty much everywhere. But I'm only on Instagram. And with that, uh, as always, uh, I will ca- we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.